Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I hope you are having a beautiful week and that you have integrated the beautiful and transformational energy of the equinox and last week's full moon. And this week is all about something that I really love and it's traditional Chinese medicine. I am myself a licensed and certified traditional Chinese medicine practitioner and acupuncturist. And I have today Rachel Apple, a Colorado-licensed acupuncturist and clinical Chinese herbalist. And she's been on the podcast before, and we've been talking about the shifts in seasons and elements for spring and summer. And now we're talking about the fall, autumn, uh, which is connected with the metal element and the lungs in Chinese medicine. And we talk about everything that you can think about at this time to help your body to be stay balanced in this shifting season. Of course, if you're on the southern hemisphere, it's going to be the opposite. There is an episode about how to prepare and to be in the spring season and the wood element. So you can check that out with me and Rachel. If you are in the northern hemisphere and you're feeling a little bit of the fall coming back now and after this fall equinox I feel like we've been having a big shift here in the Nordics with the weather so today we will talk about the five elements just uh, and as well as the uh, lungs which is connected to this season and and the lungs are connected also to the emotion of grief so we can Think about that if we start experiencing any type of uh, feelings of grief or sadness at this time. It's normal and we can support it with our diets and lifestyle. And Rachel again shares a beautiful breathing exercise uh, for the lungs and, and the metal element. So it's really beautiful. She's uh, also a licensed yoga instructor and is working towards becoming a teacher of Vedic meditation. She received her Master of Acupuncture and Master of Chinese Herbal Medicine from Southwest Acupuncture College in Boulder, Colorado, where she works. And she has a passion for holistic healing and traditional Chinese medicine due to her own health issues of chronic fatigue syndrome and hormone imbalances in her life. So this is how she got into this healing modality. And... Yeah, I'm really excited to share this with you. I also want to share that between October 4th and 8th, Hay House will be having a Change Your Life with Affirmations Challenge, which 
I will be a part of as well one of those days. And it's about working with your thoughts and how you speak to really work with these affirmations that change your whole vibration. These beautiful affirmations was how I started my healing journey, especially with Louise Hayes, beautiful affirmations. And you can improve many areas of your life from your health, your your vitality, your self-esteem. It's just so heart-opening. And you also learn how to plant seeds for your future, what you want to create, and how you are in the world and how you feel in the world. And you will get live webinars, audio lessons, guided affirmations, and also 101 Best Louise Hay Affirmations of all time. So if you want to join this, it's all free. It's a five-day affirmation challenge. You can click the link in the show notes or connect with me if you have any questions. I would love to see how this challenge can help you because I really, for me, it was one of the first things I started with besides meditation was affirmations daily. And it really shifted how I was feeling, thinking and approaching life. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and have a beautiful day and evening. Hi, Rachel. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here today. And I, we have talked before on the podcast. We connected for the first time when we talked about the wood element and how to prepare for that and the spring season and we talked about the fire element and today we're going to talk about the lungs and metal element it's going to be so much fun so welcome back thank you so much for having me I'm so happy to be back with you yay and I want to ask actually because you've shared some mindfulness practices before but maybe If you want to share something, if you have a specific type of ritual or routine that you do, maybe around Chinese medicine, and if you do it on a daily basis or if you do it on a weekly basis, anything that you can share from your Chinese medicine background. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is um, receiving acupuncture myself. That's something I've been doing on and off for the last four to five years. And uh, it's helped me so much just to stay balanced and to manage my stress. And um, I go to see one of my teachers from my school who is also my mentor. And um, yeah, it's just been such a powerful healing modality for me. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. And then the other thing um, is just some of the breathing exercise I've shared in the past few podcasts, as well as one that I'll share today, those Qigong breathing exercises where you inhale the color associated with a certain organ. Today, we'll be focusing on the color white for the lungs and um, imagining that light being very healing. And then on the exhale, you make a sound that's associated with that organ. Uh, so for example, today's sound is kind of like a hiss. 
and that's really, um, really strengthening for the lungs. So I, I enjoy practicing those breathing exercises as well. Mm. Yes, they've been beautiful and we're going to do it today. And maybe just shortly for those that haven't listened to any of our talks before, maybe you want to introduce yourself before you, we go into this season and the element of this season. Sure thing. So my name is Rachel Apple, and I'm an acupuncturist and herbalist in Boulder, Colorado. I have been practicing for a few years now, and um, I actually got into this type of medicine because I, um, you know, kind of didn't feel so well a few years back and had some imbalances I was dealing with. And acupuncture was kind of the only thing that helped me get back on my feet. And I also felt very seen and heard by my acupuncturist. Um, I hadn't really experienced that before with Western medicine or other Eastern practices. And it just felt so nourishing. And I wanted to be able to offer that to my friends and family and, um, you know, strangers and patients. And so I went back to school and studied for four years. And um, yeah, now I have my own practice in Boulder, Colorado. Mm, thank you for sharing that again here. And um, yeah, so we're coming up. We had this fire season. It's very young and and hot and and con connected with the heart, as we said when we um, recorded the last time. So it's a de definite shift when we. I feel the shift just moving into Virgo season, like moving away from the leo season into virgo and and then into libra it's a lot of shifts and changes in the weather and within ourselves and our consciousness so now we're moving into or have moved into the element of metal in chinese medicine maybe shortly you can explain about the five elements just to for the listeners to have an overview and then what the metal element is. So each season is associated with a different element and there's five elements, as you mentioned, each element also has many different associations, uh, colors, emotions, foods, weather, um, you know, qualities of voice, all these different intricacies. And so today we're focusing on the metal element, as you mentioned, which is paired with fall. And the organs associated with this element are the lungs and the large intestine. Um, the way I like to remember that fall is associated with metal is because fall is all about letting go and shedding what we no longer need, kind of like how the leaves are shedding from the trees. And so, you know, metals are these precious things that come from the earth. And so this time of year is all about letting go of what we don't need and focusing on the precious things, the, the metals that are precious. So that's kind of the way that I remember it in my head. Um, yeah. Mm. And when it comes to the emotion, I think many of us can relate to also the emotion connected to this season because it is a release and it you know nature starts to like slowly release and die and maybe we can talk about that part as yes well. absolutely so 
yeah, I mean, this time of year, it really is about letting go and embracing change, letting go with ease, um, not feeling that attachment and like you're holding on to things. Um, and so with that letting go, as you mentioned, the emotion, um, there's an emotion associated with each element and this emotion is grief and sadness. That's what we're kind of feeling more this time of year. And it makes sense, right? Because when we let go of things, there can be this grief and sadness that comes up. Um, Leaning into change sometimes can be scary and there can be some fear around it and sadness of not knowing what's to come. But um, I think a lot of the times we associate grief and sadness with this negative connotation, but it's actually a beautiful thing and it's a part of life. And we're meant to um, feel the feels and feel these things coming up. And um, I hear a lot that people have grief over summer ending as well. So I think that's another reason why grief and sadness can be tied to this time of year. Summer is such a joyful and happy and abundant season. And sometimes when we lean into fall, we know, we know what's coming. We know fall and winter are coming kind of these more introverted and colder and darker um, months. But as I mentioned, there's a purpose for that. And it's really, it's healthy for us to kind of go through these four seasons and the different cycles of nature and life. Mm. Yes. All of the emotions are equally important and we tend to be like value some of them more because it's associated with this extrovert energy and, and, you know, always being light and always being happy. And, and that's not how life or nature is, or the universe, it's a mix of both. And we have to have that balance. So what happens, because I'm thinking about what, what we can see in like clinical practice is, first of all, what happens when we are suppressing grief? And what happens if we are almost stuck in grief? What, how would you explain it in Chinese medicine? Like, first of all, suppressing it, and, but also what if we get stuck in it and we can't get out of it? Yeah, I think, you know, when we suppress any emotion, it can come up in different ways uh, with grief or sadness specifically. Since it's tied to the lung and the large intestine, we would probably see imbalances in those organs. So, you know, maybe tightness in the chest or um, crying more or uh, constipation or loose stools with the digestion and the large intestine. So when some of these symptoms come up, especially um, a handful of them associated with one of those two organs, then I would definitely be thinking about grief and sadness and asking the patient kind of what they've been dealing with in that realm. Thank you. And, and do you think also, is it connected? How is it connected to trauma? And how would you work with, with helping your patients with, with these type of issues? I think so many of us have trauma that we don't realize. I mean, trauma, it's such, it seems like such a big word, but we have all these micro traumas that arise every day. I mean, just what we've gone through in the last year and a half is very traumatic. And it's interesting that with COVID, everything's tied to the lungs. And 
there's so much grief around everything that's happening. Also with the wildfires that are happening, that's also, you know, there's grief of losing our homes and the smoke affecting our lungs. And so those are just two examples of trauma that have been affecting a lot of people currently. And so I've been working with that in patients and just making sure we're talking things out and I'm encouraging them to express themselves and not hold those emotions in and kind of normalize and name what we're all experiencing and how this trauma may affect us in the long term. How are you, how are you seeing it manifest in your practice and in your daily life? Yeah, I mean, it feels like it's, it's an emotion that, that, like you said, it's somehow the, the sadness and sometimes fear can also be connected with it. So it's like this very watery metal, like the, this more heavy and dense feelings are uh, manifested. And what I definitely, because it, it is connected with the lungs, I'm thinking that, it, let's say, if you are stuck in, in that emotion, like basically it affects your whole immune system. You're like breaking down your immune system if you are in that state. And you know how most people feel like when you feel grief you feel it in your chest so it's a mix of your heart of course and and your lungs and for example in yoga if we see that in pranayama in, in breath work it can be really hard for people to take deep inhalations and long exhalations and it feels stuck like something is stuck there so i i feel like breath work is so important for yeah, for the lungs and the element and to balance and move around that emotion and not feeling like you have to carry that. But of course, like, you know, sometimes I feel like, <clears throat> like grief, it has to be healed in so many ways. So like embodied and phys physical work with it, like in the body is so important. So even if you have issues with opening up your chest and doing those type of, of stretches in yoga, for example, it feels like it, it really tightens everything up and also in the back. Um, and I'm thinking about, so if one has a lot of cravings for spicy, that's connected to the metal element. And maybe that can be a sign of deficiency. How, what do you think? I think that can definitely be the case. The yeah, the flavor associated with this season is pungent or also known as spicy. Mm. And that flavor can be found in things like peppers, mustard, other spices like that. And the flavor can really open up the senses and clear the sinuses and stimulate the lungs. So it would make sense if someone was a bit deficient that they would be craving more of that. Mm. But we don't want to have too much of this flavor. Too much can be a bit harmful and could even injure the lungs. So small mm. amounts in your meals throughout the season is really strengthening for the lungs and can you know open those sinuses and stimulate, stimulate the, both the lungs and large intestine. Mm. Yeah. And I'm also thinking about so definitely it's, it's scientifically proven that 
those that are suffering from asthma can be uh, more likely to experience depression. So that's like from a Western perspective. So it makes mm-hmm. total sense, right? And yeah. it's also like if you have weak lungs physically and you, you don't feel like you're breathing, in, you lose also this ability to take in new chi or prana or like this energy that you need into your system because it's not only eating and drinking it's also the air we breathe so i'm thinking that also the environment can really affect you because if you are in a city where you're also breathing not so much clean air if you compare it to being in nature and around trees and all of this that affects it's like external pathogens then that are affecting and then maybe we might might be feeling depressed or I, I feel like a lot of people that are living in big cities do feel that um and especially maybe around this season that the energy and the mood goes down but maybe we just need to be connect back to nature to breathe with nature and and to receive that vitality to strengthen and to not fall down again like each cycle that this comes back yeah I think it's so important to always connect with nature I know personally when I go out and have a big hike or walk I feel like I can take a deeper breath it's almost like being around the trees give me permission to breathe deeper so I think if someone has a lung deficiency or asthma seasonal allergies something like that It is important to make sure you're getting lots of time in nature, around trees, in clean air. Um, You know, you might want to consider living in a place that has cleaner air quality and less likely to have, you know, high smoke content, kind of like how the Western states are experiencing right now in in the United States. But um, yeah, I think just having that awareness, if you are someone that is more sensitive and has a bit more of a lung lung deficiency. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And also I'm thinking about the correlation between being fearful and anxious, which we've also seen. Like It's like when you start having grief or feeling like down or not connected with your lungs and breath and not being vitalized, it can also move into because it doesn't nourish anymore the the water element the kidneys which is connected to to emotions of fear and some type of like anxiety i don't know if it's kidneys or worrying is the spleen but i'm thinking that it it might affect that so i'm just thinking about the 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 state we can all go into if we feel like that we can always connect with the breath and really do breath work to also release I feel like breath work is both energizing soothing but also very releasing if we need to release something from our system that we don't need because it is detoxifying as as well on a physical level absolutely yeah and if you'd like I can share a few other tools to balance this time of year that I've found to be pretty helpful Sure, please do. So yeah, as we've chatted um, about the 
the breathing and the breathing exercises are number one in my mind for this season. And we can practice the one that I'm going to share in a little while um, daily, if you'd like to just keep those lungs and large intestines strong throughout the season. Another thing that's really helpful this time of year is to clean out our houses and our closets and to declutter our spaces. It's a good way to let go on the physical plane and feel that energetic shift in that way. Letting go of grudges and anything we might be holding on to in that sense with emotions and with relationships to try to forgive and forget and to move on. Getting more sleep is really important this time of year as we're moving into that more yin time with fall and winter. It's getting darker and we're starting to go more inward. So trying to go to sleep, even if it's you know 30 minutes to an hour earlier, is a really great idea. Another thing that when I learned in school, I thought it was kind of funny, but it's actually super helpful is to um, wear a scarf to protect your neck in the fall and the winter. I mean, especially the winter, but starting to do it more in the fall. And this is actually one of the easiest ways that we can keep from getting sick in, Ch in Chinese, Chinese medicine perspective. And the reason is um, we have this area in the back of our neck called the wind gate. And there's a lot of points back there where wind and cold can penetrate and can uh, cause a virus or an illness to start in the body. We can move our body every day to strengthen the lungs, spending that time in nature, like we mentioned. And um, while we you know, don't wanna be doing intense workout classes like hit and spin as much anymore, we wanna move into the gentler exercises this time of year. Uh, we can st definitely still work up a sweat though by playing um, outside as it still is a bit warm in the earlier part of fall and integrating walking, yoga, stretching, hiking, and strengthening exercises to build some muscle. Um, another idea is to start a gratitude journal or a journal to help to organize our thoughts. We can use this journal to make a list of things that we're also ready to let go of. So for having a hard time thinking about what we want to let go of, or maybe we don't feel like we need to let go of anything, sometimes free writing can really help us to tap into what's holding us back or what's irrelevant in our lives. And then lastly would be just to make sure that your elimination is really strong uh, by eating a whole foods diet and drinking plenty of water to really strengthen the large intestine organs. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's great tips and tools. I think that I really love the, the part of slowing down and not like, like always um, pushing forward and, and not listening to the body because also the fall is, or the autumn is, is like in our cycle, it's the period before we have our menstruation as women. And um, I'm thinking of that time also as slowing down and maybe not feeling as energized, but it's a beautiful time to allow yourself to, to really slow down and, and to ground and be connected to yourself. So thank you for sharing that. And I would love for you to share the breath practice that you uh, have created for this, um, yeah, for, for the lungs and all of the organs. 
Sure thing. Yeah. So, you know, this is a breathing exercise that we can practice daily in the fall, especially if you're feeling those symptoms of imbalance, like having a hard time letting go or embracing change and, you know, overindulging in things, feeling indecisive, uh, maybe doubting ourselves, having more of those lung and large intestine symptoms come up like we were talking about. And yeah, having a harder time leaning into the change of the season. So definitely do it if you're feeling any of those things. Um, but before we start, I'll just kind of explain what we're going to do and then we can do it together. Great. So we're going to relax and take a few deep breaths. And then on the inhale, we'll inhale through our nose and visualize this white healing light filling our lungs. And we use the white light because white is the healing color for the lungs, as we mentioned. And then on the exhale, we'll be exhaling through our mouth and making the sound as long as the exhale goes, make that sound until you can't exhale any longer. And it kind of sounds like the end of a hiss. Um, and again, this is the healing sound for the lung. So it's really strengthening for our body this time of year. And we'll repeat this breath nine times. Once we finish the ninth round, I'll let you know, and we'll just take a few moments of silence. Great. Let's All right. do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. So place your palms on your chest over the lung area. Close your eyes and just take a few deep breaths. Feel yourself settle into the moment. Feel your sits bones against the chair. Let's take an inhale through the nose, visualizing white healing light filling up the lungs. Hold at the top and exhale, making the sound Inhale through the nose, visualizing white healing light filling up the lungs. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing white healing light filling up the lungs. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing white healing light filling up the lungs. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, visualizing white healing light filling up the lungs. Hold at the top. 
exhale. Inhale through the nose, filling up the lungs with white healing light. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, filling up the lungs with white healing light. Hold at the top. Exhale. Inhale through the nose, filling up the lungs with white healing light. Hold at the top. Exhale. Last round, inhale through the nose, filling up the lungs with white healing light. Exhale, hold at the top. Exhale. Let's relax our palms down to our lap. Take a few moments of silence, sitting in the essence of the lung sound. And slowly open the eyes. So it's simple enough, only takes a few minutes. And again, we can practice this exercise whenever we have a tight chest or need an emotional clearing or just wanna strengthen our lung meridian. And we can definitely practice this daily in the fall to stay balanced. Mm. That was very beautiful. And I felt it was very soothing and nice. <laughs> Thank That's you so good. much for sharing that. Yeah, oh, I'm so I was, glad you enjoy it. Yeah, I need to do this on a daily basis because I feel like this, this also helps us connect with the whole chest and everything around here. So it's all connected, Get, getting some energy into this space is very good so thank you so much for sharing that and is there any last thing you want to share uh, for this episode um i don't know if we wanted to share some of the foods that are good to mm. focus on this time of year yeah i think that's a great idea because that's something that we can practically do okay great so some of my favorite foods to balance are yams pears apples honey, winter squash, mushrooms, cauliflower, chili peppers, walnuts, mustard greens, onions, turnips, figs, seaweed, almonds, amaranth, kale, horseradish, and oats. And what you'll notice is a lot of those foods are white. So if you can't remember all of those foods or you don't have a pen and paper to write them down, 
uh, just focusing on white foods this time of year, because again, white is the healing color for metal element is a really great way to begin. Mm, thank you so much. And for the pears and apples, should they be cooked or raw? Does it make a difference? Preference is definitely to cook them this time mm. of year. We want to try to avoid cold and raw foods and cold drinks. Uh, you know, you can get away with these colder foods more in the summer, but in the fall and winter, and the majority of our foods should be cooked, um, mm. except for on occasion. So we can stew apples and pears together with some ghee and some cinnamon. Uh, I find that to be really delicious. Mm. way to start your morning with maybe some oatmeal or something like that mm. yeah that's that's a great tip so thank you so much for sharing today and how can people find you if they want to work with you online offline sure so my instagram is namaha wellness and my website is namahawellness.com uh, there's a book appointment link on that website if you are local in Boulder and want to make an appointment with me or you can always email me at rachel at namahawellness.com perfect thank you so much for being back here I'm so glad to talk to you and we will connect again for the water element in winter season later so thank you so much for joining today thank you so much looking forward to our next podcast me too Thank you so much for listening today. You can go back to the breathing exercise meditation as many times as you want just to make sure that you are working with this beautiful element, this beautiful season and your lungs, which is so important for your overall health. And I want to thank everyone who's been leaving reviews and ratings on iTunes. I read them. I, it, it's so heartwarming and I would love for you to connect with me on Instagram and Facebook, Love Positivism. If you have any questions or just want to have daily updates, I also have newsletters where you can get more insights and offers. And if you want to join me and Hay House for the five-day affirmation challenge for free, you can click the link in the show notes. So let's take a deep inhalation, expanding your belly, your chest, opening up and a long exhalation, feeling like you're grounding down, releasing tension, being present. And thank you so much for being here today.